The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? Well, it's hot, and we've been well over our 10,000 steps, so we're having a gin and tonic. Yes, we are. And we're trying the Hendrix Neptunia gin. Oh, okay. So a little different flavor. So three ounces of gin, and then a squeeze of lime, a shake or two of Angostura bitters, and then top it off with tonic make sure your glass is full of ice when you start the process yeah stir it and serve smells good hmm i mean it's not bad it's not bad what do you think it's missing it's mild it is different than it's regular different than the, yeah it's, it's more of a i guess i would say seaworthy base hmm. maybe that's what it is it's, got sea, this, it's a salty yeah it's got a saltiness to a it. salty taste yeah that's the neptunia it's more ocean side botanicals yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, you know, it's a gin and tonic, so it's floral and delicious. It's wonderful. But it's slightly on the salty side. It is, to... isn't it? I think I th- that's yeah. what I was going to say, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Okay, good to know. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. Story of O, Chapter 2, Part 2. 10. Yeah, the final part. Final part of the chapter. Okay. Gosh, a lot happening there. So it begins with the scene that we ended with, with right. her showing. Renee walking up. Renee walking in on her showing Sir Stephen photographs while he fingered her. Yes. And what he does is he. He lifts her up on the well, table. Well, before, before he does, he he's talking to Renee and she moans. And in that state of arousal he lifts her up and dumps her on the table and then walk, and leaves, leaves her, her there sprawled out her. sprawled out she's laying on her back on the photographs her face is in the sun her legs are dangling her shoe drops off that sort of thing you know it's like a very possession oriented yeah it's a thing she a just thing. puts her back on puts the table. Down. yeah and then he has this full discussion with renee yeah he, but really the discussion is about really whipping her 
in the end. Well, and what to do with her. Yeah. And they both agree that she should be whipped all the time. So she has marks. So she has marks. They want her marked. They want her marked, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the level of that agreement. I actually am surprised by that because I thought that what was going to happen was he was going to take possession of her in her entirety. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that didn't happen then. But the next scene, they're at a restaurant. and Just her and Sir Stephen. Just her and Sir Stephen. And they're having this conversation. And he's hemming and hawing about what he wants to say to her. And And she's somewhat enraptured in the moment of feeling possessed by him. Yeah. And and that she anticipates what he's going to say is, I'm going to be with you all the time. In fact, she does anticipate that. And when he asks her who she belongs to, she says, well... You and Renee. She, he goes, no, just me. Right. right. So, right. We, so he, we knew that was coming. So we knew that was coming. So he has that context for her. And then he says something to her around she's going to be or has to agree to something that she hasn't agreed to. And they talk about how he had originally asked her to touch herself and she had refused. Right. And how now. She's thinking he's going to ask her about that again. That's what she's thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. But he says instead, well, you're going to have to have another mark or something else happen. And he doesn't really tell her what that is. No. And she kind of is curious. Is she going to be branded? Is she going to be, you know, body? I don't think that's even in her construct. I don't think she knows what She doesn't it is. know, right. She's just saying, what does that mean? Because she keeps relating back to the iron and gold ring how it's so small that they had to force it on her finger and it can't there, just There was an interesting off. conversation around that, around that iron ring and her being able to be used by other members but of then Rossi. It was, but it was amazing that she had not run into anyone. Well, she hadn't. She had been kept in isolation. Well, and then she recognized that. She says, you know, curiously, Renee doesn't let me meet any of his friends, neither does Sir Stephen. I never right. have any outings without either Renee or Sir Stephen, either by themselves or together. But no one else. What was interesting for me, though, was this internal dialogue that Renee and Sir Stephen are having about her cheating on them. I didn't get that. I, that's what is the thing. And they, that was the rationale of the marks, that yeah. she's marked property. Therefore, she, she can't, can't um, cheat and do other yeah. things. Like she was remarking how she can't play tennis or she can't go swimming right. because of the explanation behind things that... Right. You know, I, I felt very connected to the point where she's talking about all these places in her life that she is interacting with on the bus or at people at work. And she talks about, you know, what if there was an accident or something happened and you had to be laid down and examined in your nakedness that all these people that she believes she's with could easily keep their private lives private while they're being cared for, but that her own body would betray her in right. such a way by these that, marks. That was true on one hand, but on the other hand, the idea of being marked like appealed to her. Like she well, wanted it does. That. And I, I know when I'm marked and or plugged or however you have me yeah. anytime, I'm often in public places where I know no one else is in that same context. Right. And that there is a knowingness of me knowing who I am at my root. Right. In that context, which I never had before. I mean, like I'm coming into myself as a sexual creature, but the reality is that ownership that I've so craved for so long 
is a knowingness of myself as a sexual creature in the context of being among other people. Sure. It's totally new for me. Sure. And it's, I don't know, it's very intoxicating and powerful. I feel extremely liberated liberated yes and on another plane than most people i'm walking through sure there was an interesting conversation in this chapter in an odd way that dropped on us that she suddenly has the power of refusing consent yeah they actually brought it up so then that's interesting because we made some accusations earlier on because we the author had not I hadn't cleared that up at the beginning. Didn't clear up yeah. the actual conversations. But now as we reference forward, you can see that they're actually talking about her having consent. Like after they've already made agreements, they're right. talking about consent, which again, I'll say again, is more submissive than slave. It is. It's also back to front, right? You make agreements first, then yes. then you give your consent. Yes. You don't give your consent, then make agreements. That's, yes. You know? See, so it's kind of backwards. And... She has all this agency in so many areas. So I'm just like over and over again, unless they're going off the construct of this is a, um, this is role play slavery, but let's give it that because people do that. Right. Because she goes in and out of this. Yeah. They talk about her experience of being a slave. Yeah. Because she is like intended to return to Rossi. She's intended to return to Rossi. Well, they talk about it. How do you think we get women to show up? Well, that was different. That right? was that, the recruiting part. Yeah, but that, that, that's a later conversation. In terms of her own experience, she talks about herself or she has a consideration on being a slave because she's wearing the iron ring and they call them her irons, right? And she's going to have to be whipped and returned to Rossi as well, a slave. I don't know if she thinks she's going to Rossi yet. No, I that, think she what, said that. He does later with yeah. the context of Jacqueline, but what I think... But before Jacqueline, he says to her, you're going to Rossi again. Right? Yeah. Before but, they but, even get well, to... But he's using that as a precursor to what he's going to say about Jacqueline. Which was surprising, right? Like, he suddenly has a occurring, from her point of view, like, it's really out of the blue, that she needs to seduce Jacqueline and bring her to Rossi. Well, because he, he said there's two reasons... Or something yeah. like that. And he said his first reason is exactly what he wants. And she made note of this earlier in the chapter where she says, he's pretty much to this point, used me f- to fulfill all his fantasies. Right. Like I've gone through all this stuff. Right. right? And he says, and because I want to see you make Be out woman, or caress right. another woman. That's his first reason. And then his second reason is he wants her to... Um, seduce Jacqueline, seduce and, bring Jacqueline her. and bring her to Rossi. Right. And she's like, wait. Well, and then she says, when you seduce her, I want to watch. Right. And she's like, how, how is that going to happen? How am I going to seduce her as a bisexual lesbian or whatever, right. you know, whatever you want to call it. And then say, oh, and by the way, my guy's going to watch it. You know what I mean? It's just and, not... and he says to her, well, just use whatever means you can. He even, says, if, even, even if it's, be- it's betrayal. Subterfuge, right. Yeah. 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 Right. So it's a so very it's out of integrity on that's that's consent non consent. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's definitely consent non consent. It's also out of. I integrity. would say it's non consent on Jacqueline. Certainly on Jacqueline because she part. she unless she discusses with Jacqueline what's really happening, right? Then she's going to be deceiving Jacqueline, right? Well, this is an interesting twist, right? So all of a sudden we have this notion that. She's being required to seduce Jacqueline to recruit her to Rossi. Mm-hmm. And so Stephen says, well, you know, that's how we get girls to Rossi, right? And it's out of your hands once she's there. 
And she can leave if she wants. Yeah. Okay. So they say that. Right. But I don't think at any point when she was at Rossi, she really felt she could just leave. She never had the option. No. No. That wasn't discussed. Wasn't it was, discussed. it's kind of another one of those out of integrity things where they say, well, they could say they want to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? So they start claiming rape or they start claiming, you know, going ballistic. Right. Okay. But we also know people that were misbehaving were also whipped. Right. So. I don't know if that's really the case. Right. When is, what is the official, like, safe word to say, I'm out? Right, exactly. <laughs> I never heard that word. No, that wasn't an option given her. It was ne- she was never encouraged to consider that it was her choice to be there. Well, and then the other thing that was interesting is he asked, or she considered in her head, because I think he asked her, like, why Jacqueline? Like, right. she was really... It brought up a whole bunch of other fears for her. Like, right. why am why am I involved? If you want Jacqueline, why am I even involved in this right. scenario? I don't want to know. Because she had considered before that maybe she's one of many people. Right. You know, who knows? Because she never stayed with Sir Stephen long enough to know. Right. On days he's not using her, what is he doing? Right? Right. And so she's kind of miffed by that. And then he says well, why are you even attracted to her or something? And she says, well, it's interesting because she says it like, kind of like in a way how a dude would say it in the sense of a conquest. Like, well, she's so pretty. It's like kind of like, I'm going to have it. It's like having that Christmas doll that you you poor kid can't afford, but when they get it, they're afraid to touch it. It's like, it's the oddity of the beauty that you want to have it. It's not whether you're connected with the person or not. It's just the, it's the novelty of it. It's conquest. It's conquest. And I thought, wow, that's just what, Guys generally do. Often, right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, oh, there's a pretty one. Okay. that I want to conquest it. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then you later figure out, is it another one time again, right. or is it just like that was a one and off? Right. Yeah. Very interesting. I think about the only thing that resonated for me in the context of our dynamic in this section was the notion of the experience of marking you and you being marked and yes. the experience you have as a marked slut. Right. Versus an unmarked slut. Yeah. Like, you know, so today was interesting. We haven't done marking for a, a Yeah, we've month. been traveling. Between, sick. Yeah, all of that, right? So this was a new experience for us after a month. And for me, it was very liberating to mark you as my slut again. Yeah, right? and I felt like I didn't realize just through all of it, being used at effect, being used by your partner that is desiring that, right? It's right. hugely a turn on for me. And then- the impact play was, I might've been more sensitive, but I was totally into it. Like, right. like totally into it in a way that was new for me. And then the only reason I stopped marking was I wasn't feeling hundred percent yet, right. but the marking itself was actually, how do you say it? The word that comes to mind is like the searing connection we have, this branding, if you will, right. of our connection together, of re- stamping the connection, like re-cementing it, you know, putting your hand in cement or whatever. That's how it occurred to me was a, oh, so needed. Like there was an urge, a need for it, not just a desire, not just, oh, this is exciting. It was like, especially after the first mark, I was like, oh, this, I need this. Right. Like this. Right. Right. And you see, for me, that was the conversation in this chapter that was relevant to our dynamic true and the rest of it was really all about the story that they had right that was really about sir stephen persuading her to seduce jacqueline to rossi 
and he's got something in mind for her in the right. future, right? A brand or something, right? Like we don't know, right? What that is, but he's gesturing toward that, and he's declared his ownership of her, right? Right, and that she's going to go back to Rossi. So that's where this section of the chapter ends. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, I'll just. So, e- I'll even gesture to the waiter asking the dessert and giving her the dessert menu, and right. then she. Hands the menu, but she does say to Sir Stephen, souffle? No, no, it's the other way around. So Stephen says to her, to the waiter, souffle. And the waiter says, okay, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, right. Okay. So Stephen decides, but she hands the dessert menu to him to decide. Okay. I was thinking the interchange was happening between them. No, no, no. Because she asked a question. No, she didn't. It was the waiter asking Sir Stephen. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is my view. But but, but do you see what I'm saying? That's one place where she acts slavish but then there's another interchange that isn't at all right like especially the whole consent thing well that was interesting if we review the whole two chapters that we've read so we're already halfway through the book right Mm -hmm. if we review the whole two chapters what we learn about her from the very beginning to now is that she acquiesces to be the submissive plaything of Renee and then eventually Sir Stephen. Mm-hmm. And she's a bit of a masochist. She sort of accepts And she's adventurous. Masochism. I think that's why she's willing to go with the flow. She's adventurous. And she also has a bit of a bisexual streak. Oh, yeah. We've right? already heard about that. We know that. that. So that's all there for her. And as far as she's concerned, this whole thing has led to her feeling like a loving relationship with Sir Stephen. And then he announces, oh, by the way, seduce Jacqueline, you're going back to Rossi. And all of a sudden, there's like a space well, between them. Yeah, so it creates the distance, the distance of what happens with between slave and, you know what I mean? Yeah. That object, right. that you're an object. Right. That I've used you and trained you, and here I am, and this is what I want to see out of you because this is what I want. Right. So I get all that being slavish. I, I get well, that I mean, yes. now you're Now, you're a submissive, and if I were to guide you in the way that he's guiding mm-hmm, her, mm-hmm. Because we're interested in relatedness and relationship and connection. Right. You know, these are things that would dissuade you from relationship with me, but they would also be things that you acquiesce to because you've chosen me as your master. Correct. Right. So it just so happens that in her case, the men she's chosen are disconnected from her emotionally. Yes. And even though it's stated in the chapter that, that Renee likes to spend more time with her, even though he's not using okay, her. So I have a, I have a new thing. To okay. Tell you. Yeah. You can finish. Well, thought. my point is that even though Renee is more her companion than her master and Stephen's more her master than her exactly. companion, that, you know, her sexuality is being advanced in a really profound way. So just go with this, go with this. Renee, I've said is not dominant. No. He's gets his nuts off by being around Sir Stephen. Absolutely. At Rossi, there are male slaves. Mm. So you just tell me how many times has Rene recruited for Sir Stephen or Rossi? Yeah, good question. So because I'm just saying, I think Rene is either under mentorship, but I doubt that because he doesn't act dominant. I think Rene is a recruiter. Well, you've said that before. I, I just think that. You think there have been many women and you think that before. And I think there's the way- been more women go through Sir Stephen. And I think that's what, when if we project way ahead where people say, oh, oh, struggles with her feeling love for Sir Stephen, but he scorns her. I don't think it's a scorn. I think it's that's his mode of operation. Yeah. There are other 
new submissives to bring through. Yeah. His kink is conquest. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what I think. And she's that she, effect. She's being, she's the one, she's like, a she finds it human. Like to make out with another one might feel humiliating. And he loves that part. Right. So he'll put her through that because he loves that. But if you admit, she's commented before that she loves the humiliation too. That's true. Right. Exactly. She, she has. has referred to that. Right. So, so the reality is there's a titillation there. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I don't have the sense that this is outside of what's expected in the context that they've created mm. for their dynamic so far. She hasn't resisted. She hasn't put out. Apparently he reminds her again that yeah. she can say no. I mean, he's basically ta- saying what this Jacqueline has control over right. after the fact that she never knew this when she went to Rossi, but now she knows Right. like now she has knowledge on things to say, no. say no. Right. I wonder if that comes up That's an interesting at question. any point yeah, yeah. and how that is dealt with. Right. Interesting question. Right? Yeah. Still, again, the restating of that she's a slave comes up. But in the same conversation, she has consent. So it's like a very, it's a very suspicious labeling of yeah. her status. Like they use the word slave but she's not really a slave. She's submissive. No. Right. And she's choosing to participate. Well, and quite frankly, we just read a, a whole Twitter thing that you had shared about what's happening in Missouri, I think it right. is, with this boarding school that is people are basically being enslaved right. as sex slaves and workers, unpaid at a school. And basically then their spouses are also brought into slavery. Right. If they're brought as a couple, right. when people are being used as slaves are being unpaid, most of the children involved are pissing and defecating on themselves because they aren't allowed bathroom breaks. And if they stand up to anything, then they're raped and right. they have sex offenders running known like they've recruited sex offenders to run the boarding school. Right which it says boarding school loosely because these are of all ages. Not really a school. So let's just yeah. talk about that. I want to go back to it. And I think people will get pissed at me for saying this, but again, that is someone who's living in slavery and it's illegal and it's no, it's right. a no, no. She's not in slavery. No, no. She's... Let's just honestly say she goes to the bathroom when she wants. She doesn't have to ask. Right. She works a job. Right. She goes out and buys herself things. She has a maid. Yeah. She, let's she just paints be her on... nails. Yeah. Right. Let's be honest on what yeah. she's living. She's not a slave. No. It's, if anything, it's... she's a concubine. She's a... She, yes, a concubine. She is not there against her will. No. Yeah. And especially now, because Sir Stevens basically said... Oh, you can say no at any point. Right, exactly. He's given her the green light. Which is not slavery. It's true. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, we're going to go into this next section of the book. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Right. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!